Well, hello, I'm Debbie Kitterman, and welcome to Dare to Hear the Podcast, where we equip you and challenge you to dare to hear the voice of God. Well, as promised, I have convinced uh, Prophet MJ, Madeline James, to join me again in the studio, because our episodes at the beginning of January and also um, in December of 2019, we talked about this word transition a lot. And so what I wanted to do is bring her back to talk about transition, but let me introduce you to her in case you're listening to us for the very first time so that you know who she is. So Madeline James is an emerging prophetic voice who releases the heart of the Father that is like a tuning fork for the body of Christ. As a seer who operates in the revelatory gifts, she imparts revelation and wisdom that propels the body of Christ forward into their destiny. So good, Madeline. Madeline is the author of four books, actually probably by the time you listen to this, five books. Um, that include her most recent prophetic protocol. She is also the blogger of the prophetic, prophetic blog, Nobby's Pen. She resides in Lexington, Kentucky with her husband, Richie, and their two daughters. So Madeline, welcome again, and thank you for staying in studio with me to record another episode. My pleasure. <laughs> so I really want to talk about something that we talked about in December and then um, also for our episode that kicked off season three, and that was about this concept of transition. Mm -hmm. I don't think the church does transition well. Mm -hmm. I don't think we as people do transition well. Mm -hmm. I know mm -hmm. I don't, but you said, you said many are going to die in the hallway of transition, like mm -hmm. instead of making the transition and you've recently made some transitions in your life. So I just kind of want to just give you a few minutes just to really talk about that. And I'll pull questions out of that. Yeah. Um, I actually kind of started probably like what, seven years ago. Um, I was a professional counselor. I worked with foster children. Um, you know, growing up, I always knew I had a call to ministry and, and that I didn't know what that looked like. People would always come to me for advice and stuff. I always have a heart, you know, for hurting people. So I said, oh, I'll, you know, I'll do counseling and, and do that. So I had my license in Kentucky and I just remember sitting in my office one day and just like, Lord, you don't want me to do this. It just dropped. I was like, oh no, my husband's going to kill me. <laughs> and he said, well, you can do this and I'll bless it. It'll, it'll be good. Or, you know, you can go on this journey of faith. And so really, because, um, you know, a lot of times we are the sum of like, you know, what we what we believe and what we think is the right thing. We don't always step in God's, you know, what God really wants, but we try to play it safe. Or we have this idea, or even, you know, people that we love or, you know, parents, you know, everybody around us has an idea yeah. of how we think we should be kind of thing. But I went into the season and God really began to strip me of that identity and really begin to build this new one. I had an encounter, you know, with the Lord um, that he called me as a prophet. And I was like, well, I don't know about that. I mean, I always knew I was prophetic and, right. and like a prophet, you know, and it's funny, I didn't say anything really to anybody. And all of a sudden people, you're a prophet, you're a prophet. I said, well, I don't know about that, you know, because <laughs> I knew the weight of, of what that meant. And so that, that transition and then, so I, you know, God took me into the cave you know, so to speak. And we have to, you know, learn to discern different seasons where we're going to have seasons where we're going to go into the cave. We're going to go into the valley. Even Jesus, you know, his, his identity, you know, was tested. It said, you know, before he came in, you know, the Lord said, you know, he's blessed. That's my son. You know, his identity, his sonship was, you know, stamped. And then he went in and then he came out, Jesus, miracle worker, deliverer, you know, he wasn't that he never did any of that stuff. Yeah. 
for. And so just really allowing God to, you know, there's going to be different seasons where, you know, you have to allow God to remake you because you have to be relevant. Mm. And if you really have a voice in the kingdom, you're, you know, you're going to go through seasons where God's going to have to strip you of some things or garments or because that, that garment won't work in this next season, you know, kind of thing. And so, um, so I went through the season growing, uh, growing as a prophet, my apostle raised me up and then he said, Hey, I'm going to start this church over here. Hey, can you be the house prophet, you know, over there? And then ended up eventually being a pastor. I'm like, I don't know how to be a pastor, <laughs> even though. I grew up in, you know, in ministry, it was in leadership, but being a pastor is a whole different, like you get thrown in a swimming pool and yes, you just you learn swim. <laughs> either swim or drown, right? <laughs> and so really just learning to be led, um, but really, you know, it made me a better prophet being a pastor and just that whole other side of really learning. Cause you know, I would, you know, as a prophet, you go somewhere and you release the word of the Lord and you're out, but the Lord's like, you're going to have to learn how to take these people somewhere. So, uh -huh. okay. Good. okay god teach me how to take them somewhere teach me how to be their shepherd you know kind of thing and, and to help feed them get dirty you know with them um because you know prophets can be a little cut and you know and I, I do have that side but you know but just really learn it just made me learn how to be a better prophet and just really love you know the body but I really began to feel the transition like a year before but I mean I always knew that it was just for a season mm -hmm. We really have to learn how to discern our seasons. Mm. I think because a lot of times, you know, if we notice God will drop signs, he'll drop dreams, so he'll send words, you know, kind of stuff to prep us. Um, but if we don't get it, he'll just push us. Because even um, at my my job when I was a counselor, I was basically pushed out. There's a whole Jezebel thing, you know, kind of, yeah. trying to get fired, you know, because they were trying to fire me. I'm like, I'm the best employee. <laughs> do that stuff but really it was it was the worst thing but it was the best thing because it pushed me into destiny mm -hmm. and so sometimes you know we can drag our feet but God will allow circumstances to happen to push you mm -hmm. you know in, into destiny and so um but I knew that this would be for a season um to really like you said really step into this prophet you know MJ thing now and to really I kind of, you know, had, had been launched. I even at the beginning of this year, I got, um, I guess, reordained okay. as, as a prophet. And, but really launching it. And this is really a season God really wants you to step in to what it is that he's ordained or, or you know, what he has spoken over your life. And the Lord gave me, um, as I kind of began, as I stepped out of this church pastoring, you know, I could really step into the prophetic office. I began to get like a whole new website a whole new social media you know even name just really go how do you want to brand me because you know you have a brand for whatever mm. uh, metro on you know, area of influence that you have and because you know, it's really been a season where you know people have seen you one way but god's gonna have you come out this way and you really have to just allow the lord to do it not everybody's gonna you know perceive you or accept and that's okay just be be okay with you and what god's doing but there's really like this rebranding, there's a repackaging, even of leaders, even of ministries, or where you feel like um, it's just not working anymore, or relaunching, or, you know, but don't don't get lost in the transition. Allow God to, you know, even throughout the Bible, we see God rename people. And that second time, it was more powerful than the first, you know, and just a rebranding, a, a, a renaming, and a relaunching 
no, don't be afraid to relaunch again. Because on. Okay, you like you, I'm like writing down all these different notes that you said, and I'm like, okay, well, which one do I want? So I'm sorry, listeners, there's so many directions we could go with this, and I'm sure you're probably going, why didn't she go this way? Um, but some of the things you said is that we have to allow God to remake us. And that people are going to see you one way and God sees you another. And I think for me, that is one of the hardest things in making the transition is that um, is kind of the pressure from the way people see us that we take on that identity from that from them instead of believing the word of God. I talk about this a little bit in my book, The Gift of Prophetic Encouragement, that when it was time for me to transition out of one, I remember it's almost like I was pushed out. Because, and, and the funny thing is, is I was on staff at this church and I said to, like, we talked about it. We agreed that the, this is where God was calling me, but it was a step of faith that was so scary to me. And I remember going into the pastor's office and I said, do you hate me or something? Like, what? she's like, could you just move on already? Could you just move on? Like, I mean, she was so direct and I was like, well, don't you love me? Yes, I love you. So you need to leave. Like you need to leave so the next person can come in. That's that's word. <laughs> it was so good, but it, and and we're still friends. We're still friends to today. But you know, I was thinking about what you said that that the that you were the counselor that you were kind of being pushed out that things were happening and that you knew God was calling you to be a prophet. And it is scary. Like people are like, oh, prophet. No, no, no. You do not understand what goes with that. Like I didn't. I didn't want this. I didn't want this. I was just looking for like God. What do you have for me? And I had an encounter too, just like what you were saying, um, which I don't talk about very much, just because I want people to recognize it. I don't want to say, oh, this is who I am. Um, but have your fruit will always speak. Yes, your fruit. Yeah. And, you know, when, when we saw each other in October, you know, we were at the uh, Sears and Prophets Institute with Jennifer Ives, and she had these shirts, Sear and Prophet. And I was like, I would never, like in my head, I would never wear that. And uh-huh. then the Holy Spirit was like, oh, really? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then I'm just like trying to push it out of my head, right? So what do I end up doing? I end up going, buying a shirt that says Prophet on it. And it was the hardest thing to put on. No, I talk to people and I talk to leaders, you know, I also raise up people when I was at the church. I have, you know, sons and daughters kind of thing. Um, but really that's that's the whole other half of it, you know. Um, you really have to put on the mantle. Whatever that mantle, if it's profit, if it's business or or because you know, you can't be halfway because mm-hmm. you open the door to the enemy. You know, or halfway, but it comes a part where God says, Okay, I've called you this and now you have to put on the garment. You have to put on the mantle because you really can't step in. You can't really be who I called you to be if you don't own the mantle. Mm. That's so good. That is so good. And that we shouldn't feel shame in whatever it is that God is calling us to wear the mantle in. I mean, not all of us are called to be prophets or apostles or pastors or teachers or evangelists. Yeah. (laughs) Right. But we are called to do that within our circle of influence, wherever God puts us. And so it could be that we're called to be, um, a state worker or an insurance salesman or whatever it is that God calls us to do that we have to wear that mantle and we have to step into the weight of what God is calling us to do and have have rest. Up to you have to carry and you know who you are. And it's really a season of like becoming. It's a season of of awakening and really step because you know it says in Romans eight, you know, the earth is groaning for the sons and daughters to come forth, you know, to step in. So you have to own it. And so 
I don't know where I'm going here, but people, uh, okay. this is for, <laughs> um, people are going to receive you as you carry, how you carry yourself. And yeah. so even, you know, cause you know, even in the prophetic and whatever mantle, there's dimensions of your mantle. Some people don't always fully step into the prophet, you know, there's dimensions of it or even, you know, apostle or business, whatever it is that God has for you, but you have to grow more. And so each uh, season, you know, people, you know, I'm, I'm, God is putting me out there really in that prophetic mantle. And so people are seeing me in a different way or more authority or, or how, even how I carry myself in one season, I can't carry myself because how you carry yourself is how people are going to interact with you. And so you can't be afraid. That's for somebody. <laughs> for me no um but no i believe it is for somebody because that's that's one of the things too like when i was on staff at a church when i was just kind of an admin to a pastor um everybody saw me as little debbie secretary in in the worship arts department right and then when i had to break out of that and i began speaking and moving prophetically like that was hard for them to transition in fact my mentor at that church she's just like debbie you need to get your pastoral license and i'm like i'm not pastoral Mm -hmm. uh -uh. and she's like you need to you need to get it you need to get it you're very prophetic god has a calling for you but you need this this validation that men mm -hmm. will accept you because that you're okay because prophetic brings a whole thing and i thought at the time i was like she is insane but i did i did the work i went and i did the classes i did what i needed to do because i was being obedient to what my mentor said i didn't understand at the time what god was calling me to and to pastor but people were like oh you're a pastor yeah no mm. right but it's what you said in that is that god um was teaching you how to be the shepherd so that you could take someone somewhere because you know as a prophetic voice as a prophet you get to come in to churches and you get to release the word of the lord and then we go away right <laughs> and you know i mean but i've watched so many people come in and kind of drop bombs and then go away and the pastor's left cleaning it up that's not that's not how i operate i want to partner with the churches and the pastors and but i have a new appreciation for mm -hmm. it because i've walked that pastor road and i think that's kind of what you were saying right about it yeah is prophets now even in that role i was actually more of apostle pastor than you know prophet just because i was building a work as an apostolic prophetic center and really um, when i took over i had a dream where basically the the foundation was being relayed and so right as prophets you know were the foundation layers yeah. you know speak to make sure and so it was always my heart i wanted to I, I knew it was time because I felt like I was telling my apostle and I called him, you know, I was even talking to Jennifer Evaz about it. I just feel like my time is up. You know, I really just need to talk to my apostles. I know God's shooting me this way because I've been birthing two babies at the same time. So but I'm ready. I really feel the wind on, on this direction. Um, but I really, it was always my heart to, um, to get to the place where I knew like it was good. Like I could leave it and be good and be happy and be proud. Mm -hmm. you know of, of what the Lord called me to do and that way they can just run with it and I told my apostle I said I feel like unless you send you know some other help or whatever I said I feel like I've done all that I know how to do I feel like I've done all that I have in my mantle and now it's time for somebody else to yeah. do it because a lot of times you know we stay past the time that right. we're supposed to and then we're we're we don't have anything to give you know and then we get bitter <laughs> we get angry and so that's the thing of transition just have is really a timing you really have to catch the window because there's a grace to propel you to the next. And then when we miss it, we kind of delay stuff. Mm -hmm.
That's good. And I think, I think that's, I think that goes back to the phrase that you said um, that a lot of people die in, in the hallway of transition because there is this window of opportunity. I mean, for me with the things that are changing at the church, like, yes, I needed to pastor and I co-labored with my husband in that season, but I wasn't fully stepping in and operating in the mantle of the prophet. So I wasn't bringing, um, in the beginning it was easy, but as things began to grow, then it began harder. And then I was wearing all these hats and then it's like, okay, well, I'm just going to keep doing what we're always doing, but it's not where God is taking us in this season. I have to step back over into that prophet mantle of what is the blueprint? What is heaven saying? How can we operate with that? And I am one who is great at staying and not wanting to transition because I'm like, oh, but they need me. Oh, but they don't. But I can see. It was funny because when I saw you in October of 2019, I said to you, we are in the same place. Like, I had, I had met you in our Emerging Prophets group that online and, and you were there and you were talking when Michelle had set that up. But when I met you face to face, I said to, I said to you, I love the fact that we're both transitioning at the same time because like you helped me be okay with transition. I know that sounds, I mean, you're a lot, I'm learning a lot from you. I mean, you're a lot younger than me, um, but we can all learn from each other yeah. because I suck at transition. Like it always feels like something's being ripped away because I want to hold on. But I realize that all relationships, all things are seasons that they're good for then, but God is really wanting to take us to the next level and things. And so transition is a normal part of our life. And yeah, yeah. yeah it's hard. You know, I was, uh, you know, I was, I had some emotions about leaving, you know, the church yeah. and you know, I raised up, you know, people by saying, you know, the person coming in, I was super excited about and um and they were a male because you know i was the female pastor i said but there's a fathering that you guys need that i can't you know provide this is really gonna like how this house is gonna explode it's gonna go great and it's learning to celebrate what's next you yeah. know too so that you can you know step into and like you know your mentor said you know it's time for you to go so the next person can come so because a lot of times things will get stagnant too or they can't grow because there's no movement mm -hmm. you, you're not going yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't want stagnant. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Nope. We want the fresh flow you know, of the spirit moving. Be right. <laughs> <laughs> we want clean. We want pure. We want movement. No stagnation here. <laughs> I think that's really good. Well, I think if I could wrap up some of the things that you were saying about transition, it's discern the seasons that we're in, right? Yeah. And that we need to get the mindset of how God sees us. Right. Because you know, yeah, even, you know, when I transition out of, you know, I love my family and all that, but, you know, they just have, or my parents, you know, they just have, well, you're going to do this. And I, you know, I really took them a while to, this is no, like, disrespect or anything, but it just really took them a while to really see me. Mm. Oh, like, she's a prophet now. Like, she has her ministry. Like, oh, this is going somewhere. Okay. This isn't just a little, Oh, she wants to be in ministry. Yeah. You know, thing. Cause people see you one way and then like, you know, God's going to bring you. And so you have to allow the Lord to, to build credibility in you wherever, wherever you're called to. And don't allow people's opinions. Don't allow people's mindsets to stop you mm -hmm. from, you know, stepping into what it is that God has for you. Cause yeah. they're always opinion. They're always yeah. be. <laughs> 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 
Yes. And you know, I always, I tell people I'm a recovering people pleaser. And so it's so easy to, to go, oh, well, they don't see me that way. So, so uh, I must not have heard God. Like I automatically default to the, I did something wrong. I must not have heard God. And I'm like, okay, God, we got to heal this part of me so that I can move on. <laughs> so discerning the seasons, getting, getting really the revelation of how God sees you and going with that. And then allowing God to rebrand you and remake you so that you can transition well through the season and not die in the hallway. Yeah. Yeah. I think those are, those are such good three points, Madeline, from this transition. And for both of us, I mean, you've already made the transition. I'm still kind of in the process of transition of finding that person to come in and, and do kind of some of the pastoral things, but Mm -hmm. um, really part of it is just speaking it out. Like, this is where I'm going. This is what God is calling me to do. And not that I'm not involved with the church. And I mean, I'm still on the senior leadership. I'm still doing those things, but I'm not doing the day-to-day operations because I have to be able to hear the word of the Lord and, and, and focus and spend time with him. Because if I'm not, then I'm not doing what a prophet is called to do. And then, yeah, it's been great. I mean, I miss it, but I'm like, uh, no, I can really, you know, jump in and really spend time, you know, get the word a little bit, like you said, and really, you know, and release what he's releasing and, and you know, the open doors to go travel and yeah. do whatever it is where, you know, in seasons you couldn't because you, you know, were attached to the church. But I think even, you know, it's, it's your mindset, it's your emotions, it's your spirit just kind of shifting. This is a season of shifting. Season you know, of shifting. Getting alignment with. <laughs> It goes back to that transition and change yeah. that we don't like, but it's so necessary for us. And I love the other thing, and I can't remember which episode it was that we talked about it, but you talked about um, in discerning the seasons that we need to understand that even Jesus went into the wilderness season and God yeah. began to proclaim his destiny over him, that that he was going to be a, a miracle worker. He's going to walk in all of these things. He hadn't, you right. know, really until he came out of that season. And so it's okay to um, embrace the season that we're in when we're in the cave or we're in the wilderness. I used to hate the wilderness because I didn't understand it. I felt like it was punishment, you know, kind of like, Oh, I'm one of the children of Israel that was complaining and grumbling and mumbling too much. But then realizing that even Jesus went into the wilderness. Right. And that it's, it's part of the equipping to then release us into the next thing. And so then I've learned to, Ooh, wilderness, we're transitioning, we're changing, we're growing into something new. And what is my new identity that God has given me? Right. Amen. And that's it. Even, you know, the prophet Elijah, after he ran from just, you know, after he killed all the prophets of Baal and all that, and then he comes and he's most depressed, you know, under the judiciary. And uh, he, he receives Jezebel's message and this fear, you know, fear and intimidation will always like be at your doorstep in times of transition, mm-hmm. you know, kind of to get you to stay, keep you where you're at. But, you know, he went into the cave and, and the Lord's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> this is just meant to be able to stop. And, you know, the angel came and, you know, and fed him. But after that, you know, he went out in the mountain and he heard the Lord and that still small voice and then he got redirected. Mm-hmm. No, he was never meant to stay there and die. <laughs> Not meant to die. <laughs> Not meant to die, although it feels like sometimes you are. You know, that's how I got the um, Dare to Hear, my ministry, is because of that from um, 
Elijah in first Kings 17, 18 and 19, when he went into the cave, because, um, it was, will you dare to hear the word of God for you? Will you dare to hear the voice of God? Because we often look for him to show up in the way that he always did. And in that time, he wasn't in the wind, the fire, you know, the earthquake, he was in that still small voice. So will we dare to hear? And then it's not just daring to hear, it's daring to obey what he said to us. So. Because, you know, it's going to, like we talked about in previous episodes, it's, it's that whole risk thing because um, I know for me, uh, right before I'm getting, going into transitions or something new, like the enemy will always send this type of intimidation dream. I said, oh, okay, I know you. I've seen you <laughs> before, but you're <laughs> an intimidation to stop you because that'll, that'll always be there. But you just got to jump over, you know, go through. That is so good. That is so good. That is so good, Madeline. Thank you so much. I love, um, I love that you were able to stay with us. You know, by the time people listen to this one, it'll be three episodes that we've had you on. And um, I love this topic of transition because the church doesn't do it well. We as individuals don't do it well, but it's a necessary part of our growth and our walk with Jesus Christ that we transition in to the next seasons that he has for us. And so um, as we wrap up this show, would you pray for us? Um, that we could transition well and discern the seasons and allow God to remake us. And then um, we'll tell people how to connect with you after that prayer. How's that? Sure. Okay. Just that we come before you today, Lord, I just release the grace to transition. Well, Lord, that um, where people have been having a hard time or, or um, feeling really emotional, even a depression, Father, I just break that in Jesus name. And Father, they would just uh, learn to celebrate where they've been and learn to celebrate God where you're taking them in this season, um, that what you've been taking them through and, and this valley, um, that it's a new day of destiny for them, God, that they'd be able to discern it, God, that they would not miss the window. Um, even if they have God, that you're redeeming the time, you know, for them and, and, and what you have. And Father, I just pray for the excitement. And Lord, I just break any fear um, or intimidation that they may be facing, God. I just pray for a boldness and a courage to rise up within them and just to, to run in this season as, uh, as you're rebranding them, as you're having them come out in a, in a new way for people to see a fresh glory upon their life, a fresh garment, a fresh anointing, mm -hmm. um, uh, business ideas. Um, whatever in this season, God, that you're releasing the blueprint, God, you're releasing everything that they need to be successful. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right. Well, uh, Prophet MJ, could you yes. please tell uh, people and our listeners and our viewers how they can connect with you on social media? Sure. On Facebook, uh, Madeline James or uh, Nobby's Pen by Prophet MJ. Instagram is prophet underscore MJ, and I have a YouTube channel, uh, Madeline James. You can watch my videos there. And then also my website, prophetmj.com. Wonderful. Well, and I'll also drop those in the show notes so people can click on the links for that. And so I uh, just want to thank you for listening to Dare to Hear the podcast, where we encourage you to dare to hear the voice of God. Thank you for listening today. I'm Debbie Kitterman. If you were encouraged in any way, we would love for you to share this episode um, on your social media platform so that we could get the word out about um, 
Madeline and who she is, but also about this concept of transitioning well, especially as we are here in 2020, we want to begin to transition well in the different things that God is calling us to. So we would also be honored if you are listening for the very first time, if you would subscribe and download to our podcast on your favorite podcast station or subscribe to our YouTube channel. So thank you for joining us. I look forward to uh, next week's episode with you. Until then, have a very blessed week. Because